Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platform. The game. The game. The game. Gorge. That boy good. That boy good. Sexual white chocolate. <laughs> good <laughs> y'all know how i intro the stuff i come in with some wonky ass intros okay what's going with y'all out there how y'all living y'all living splendid that's what i'm talking about unless you're a honky racist you better not be living splendid and if you is i hope you jump off a cliff anyway other than that this is another episode of The Gab. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X. And since I got the best audience out there, what should the best audience be doing right now? You goddamn right, giving yourself a round of applause. That's what I'm talking about. Now, if they watching, at least they learn and I appreciate all y'all, from the ugly to the beautiful and to the in-betweeners. And ah, uh, there's so many in-betweeners out there. Oh my God. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Anyway, look, man, <clears throat> for my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a sub. Sub a share. Share a comment. Comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all smart out there, you feel me? For my potters, though, I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. And I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in The Gab or Kamal Johnson ENT. And bam, I pop right up. Also, I'd like to thank my lovely sponsors. Or sponsor, I said sponsors. I'm speaking into existence. Watch, I'm going to get other sponsors down the line. But my lovely sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop going to be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garments. Made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee a Boucho sex appeal up by, let's say, uh, 41%. And look here. If it look good on me, it's going to look good on your in-between ass, okay? And with that being said, welcome to the show, y'all. Let's hop right into it. And uh, today's topic, I'm just hop right into it, man. These symbolic gestures. Oh, my God. So tired of it. Oh my goodness, man. Us as black Americans, we tired of this symbolic gestures. I mean, maybe some black Americans like the shit. I mean, the boule class and the, the coon lay class. What? I don't know. They might like the symbolic gestures. But the rest of us black Americans, nah, 
tired of it. It's whack. Wiggity, 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 whack. Gorge. <laughs> Terrible. We uh, no. I'm wearing symbolic gestures, man. Get that poo shit out of here, man. God. Mm -mm. Ain't feeling it. Nope. I know some of y'all is like, can you give some examples of the symbolic gestures? Sit your ass down and listen up, okay? Symbolic gestures. The MLK statue. Symbolic gesture. Anyway, what the hell was that? Was that was that some hands holding up a never mind. Y'all see the photo. Uh also symbolic gestures. I feel like Juneteenth being a federal holiday is such a symbolic gesture to us. I don't I, I personally ain't liking it. The past two years that has been a, a federal holiday. Too many goofy antics. They doing type all type of BS. I know, I know uh stumbling Biden. He gonna be out there talking about see, see see what I did for you black Americans? Man, I gave y'all Juneteenth as a national federal holiday. Now, if you don't vote for me, then I question your black ass. I mean your blackness. Alright, symbolic man. <laughs> Kamala Harris. You see her can't take cloth and all that. But I clearly remember her saying, I ain't gonna do nothing specifically for black people. <laughs> Remember she was doing all the neck roll and stuff? And I'll be God darn if I do anything specifically for black people. What I look like? A black woman? I'm Asian. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Alrighty. Uh, yeah. Symbolic gestures. Nancy Pelos ass. You saw she was kneeling. Can't take off around her neck. No. No more goddamn symbolic gestures. We want tangibles, bruh. We don't we don't care about these symbolic gestures no more, bro. And I know look it. Juneteenth was yesterday. Happy Juneteenth, you feel me? But it was so much better when it was underground. It was so much better when it wasn't some federal shit. I'm sorry, it's only been two years. It's already like, oh my god, bro. They try to hit us with all these symbolic gestures. Oh, street name. Oh, thank, oh. They think we hope be like, thank the Lord. Oh, thank sweet baby Jesus. You name. A street? Martin Luther King Street? Ah. Oh. It's cool and all, but F that. You want tangibles? Reparations. Tired of that symbolic shit. And, like, why I'm bringing this up? Because of Juneteenth. I feel like this is the newest symbolic gesture that they trying to give to black Americans. And they effing up at it. Got many uh, the, the wrong flag colors. You feel me? People out there celebrating it. They ask them, so what does Juneteenth? What is Juneteenth? What do it mean? People out there like, I, I mean, it's a, it's the tenth in June. Jesus Christ! It's the 19th in June. Juneteenth. What? It's a celebration of uh black people. But what is it? 
Hell, I don't know. It's a federal holiday now. I'm like, oh, God. See, that'd be the thing with these symbolic gestures. They give us these symbolic gestures, and then it'd be other people that, that F it up. They don't know what the hell it even means. Hell, it be some black people out there don't even know what the hell it mean. They get a symbolic gesture. They just like, oh, well, thank goodness we got this. Oh, Lord, Lord, oh, thank, thank the Lord. Oh, sweet baby black Jesus. We got some symbolicy. What? Only gesture I want now. Damn, that sounded wild. Uh, <laughs> only gesture I want now is cast gestures and Get the payments. Let's go. Reparations. First, let's get the cash. And then we'll get all the other stuff. You know, the education and all that other good jazz. Don't hit me with no goddamn BS that I stand in solidarity with you. So I'm wearing these clothes. I'll take a shot for you. All symbolic gesture. Bruh. No. I'm going to talk about all the hard times and then give you a federal holiday so everybody can have a day off. Nah, you really want to make it all the way funky? Everybody else got to go to work unless you're a black American. Now that be some wild stuff, huh? Yeah, how about that? If we're going to get all the way just wild with Juneteenth, well, why not? Let's make it all the way wild. If you ain't a black American, you got to get your ass back to work. Think about it. They made us work through any type of condition until Juneteenth. Think about it. You get it? But yeah, they're making it a federal holiday. That's such a symbolic gesture I don't even want. That weak ass MLK statue that they had, symbolic gesture I don't want. They naming a building after a black person, you feel me? Symbolic gesture I don't want. A street named after a black person? A symbolic gesture I don't want. I don't want them shits no more. They don't do nothing. It's been proven time and time again. And then you have some people out there, coon and coonettes. Oh, thank the Lord. Oh, white savior's at it. Oh, thank you for giving us something symbolic. Oh, tangibles. That sounds like a fruit. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, my God. How these coons and coonettes be, man? God damn. <laughs> Good Lord. No, no more symbolic gestures, man. I don't like it, man. It's bullshit. And there's many black Americans that don't like it either. Even though it would be perceived that... <clears throat> Us as black Americans and black people, when we get this symbolic gestures, it seems like we be all happy and tap dancing and be like, oh my God, we love it. No, we don't. No. A lot of us don't. And the Juneteenth being a national holiday, a federal holiday, it's only been two years, but uh, this is the latest of some symbolic gestures to me. I ain't feeling it. I, it was so much better when it wasn't a federal holiday. Symbolic gestures. Mm, tired of that. My sources. Well, you know.
just start saying that. Well, you know. They're like, no, I, I don't know. Well, ask my brother Google. <laughs> Google it. All right. I'm tired of telling y'all stuff. Damn. Ask my brother Google. He'll tell you everything. Nah, but for real, where I got my sources from, man, it's through life. You know what I mean? What I'm seeing through media, all that. So, symbolic gestures. Get that jazz out of here. All right, y'all. Y'all know a segment we about to get into. Ooh, we. We about to get into the sass segment. And today, I got to talk about this movie right here that me and my lady, we went to. Felt a little special because we got a early pre-screening. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what? Let's give hand claps to my lady because she the one that found this. Found this to get the early screening for this movie, The Blackening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seen it in theaters. Uh, this supposed to be is is a horror comedy, but let's be real. This this is not even a horror film. It should have been horror. It wasn't even a full horror film. It's a horror comedy. A horror comedy. What am I saying right now? A horror comedy. That's what this was. I've just made up a whole new genre, y'all. All right, the blackening. Okay. And uh, before I get into my plot, you know, let me give you the cast. This was a star-studded cast, and the cast actually did really good. That's was really was one of the bright spots in the movie that I saw. But uh, let me give you the plot. I mean, the plot. Let me give you the stats first in the cast, and then we're going to hop into the plot. So, IMDb gave it a 6.6. And Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 86%. While the people gave it a 90%. I'm more leaning with the IMDb. The Rotten Tomatoes and the people. Y'all. I'm like... Personally, I would have gave this anywhere between a, a three and a six. And I know y'all like, how the, how the freak can you give the movie from three to six? It depends what day I watch it. Okay? Now, if I watch it and I got my comedy lens on, and I'm like, okay, I give it a six. But I watch it and I got my horror lens on, and I want to see a horror movie, I'm giving this a three. And then in between that is like it was certain things where I'm like, really? Oh, God. Man. I'll tell y'all within the plot. But let me give y'all the cast, you feel me? Star-studded cast. Everybody that 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 played in this movie, they actually killed their role. You feel me? That's why I boost up the score, too. Like, I give it like, I, I'm more leaning at this point, maybe like a six. Because they killed their role, you feel me? They were very funny. And stuff like that. And I don't know. I was I was laughing. Okay. But then at a certain point, I'm like, oh, God. Really? But look at the cast. Grace Byers. She's Allison. Then you had Sinequa Walls. Or Sinequa Walls. You know what I mean? He played in White Man Can't Jump. Uh, he was Nomady. Then you have Melvin Gregg. You know what I mean? He's been in a lot of stuff. You feel me? He was King. And then you had Antoinette Robertson. She was Lisa. And at times, I was like, is that Janelle Monet? They really kind of look at like, you feel me? But it wasn't, you know what I mean? Then you had, I mean, I think Bro was a star of the show. 
her star of the movie, in my opinion, Dwayne Perkins. He played himself, I guess. He was Dwayne. <laughs> but yeah, he was mainly the star. The most funniest character. Actually, him, and it was one other person I felt that was a star. You know, I'll get to him in a little bit. But uh, uh, X Mayo, she was Shaniqua. Yeah, Shaniqua. Shauna K? Whatever. <laughs> then you have Yvonne Orgy. You know what I mean? She played in uh, uh, Insecure and stuff. She was Morgan. Then you had... And this is the other person I thought who stole the show. I thought, bro, was hilarious, bro. Uh, Jermaine Fowler. He played Clifton. And you had Jay Farrell. He was Sean. And like Sean and Morgan, their roles wasn't that much. You feel me? Uh... Yeah, maybe couldn't afford them that much. So they played a very small role. But <clears throat> essentially the plot of the movie is, I'll give you the short plot and then I'll give you my elaborated plot. Short plot of the movie is, uh, these black people which are friends, well, some of them friends, uh, some of them not so much. Uh, They're friends, they come into a cabin and they're supposed to have like a reunion, be cool, get drunk and celebrate Juneteenth. And celebrate their friendship. And there's a killer on the loose, essentially. Yeah, that's the plot. That's it. Now let me deep dive into it. So, you know what I mean? First characters you see is Sean and Morgan. They go to the cabin first. They're the ones that invited everybody to come to the cabin and stuff. And then you see them. This this game. Oh, oh, and that's the quick. It's a game called the Blackening. You know what I mean? It's, I mean the the Blackening. You, you your your black card. You answer these questions. They had the little freaking goddamn racist ass like <laughs> blackface character. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so you play the game. If you don't play the game, then you get killed. If you don't answer the question right, you get killed. So that was the whole thing. Uh, Morgan and Sean. Uh, Sean got killed instantly. So they got their whole kill the black person fast instantly. Even though it was a whole all black cast, they had to kill somebody black fast. They have to reach the horror black person quota. And that is a black person bounds to get killed pretty fast in a horror film. Either the the black person or the most sluttiest person usually get killed first. If I'm lying, I'm flying. Am I flying right now? No. So, you know what I mean? Got to be, I mean, that's how they do a horror film. So they got Jay Ferrer out of there. Sean, I mean. Bow! Killed him. Crossbow to the neck. Kring. So then the other friends start coming around and stuff and coming to the cabin. And essentially, Namadi used to mess with Lisa. Uh, Lisa and Dwayne are friends. And Dwayne is not messing with Namadi because uh, Namadi done cheated on Lisa so many goddamn times. It's part of their relationship at this point. Um. King and sister is brother and sisters is Allison, you know. King sisters Allison, Allison, you know. Uh, they look at her as more of the, uh, <laughs> like a democratic shoe at this point, <laughs> basically. <laughs> they like the bougie, light skinned chick or whatever. 
don't know. Then you got Shanika. She's like supposed to be the, you know, I guess louder, bigger black woman. I'm like, she got all the drugs and <laughs> oh, I don't know, bro. Goddamn. Then you got Clifton. Clifton, you know, he got the Carlton feel. He's like the white proper black man. Then Morgan, you know, in the beginning, it's like, and that was one of the things that that like my late my lady really caught, and I kind of caught too. They said nigga a thousand times. It was very much used in this movie. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but um, Dwayne, you know, what I mean, uh, he played himself, I guess. You know, what I mean, and at first, I ain't gonna lie, when I was sitting there watching the movie, I was like, yo. Because the way, uh, because Nominee name came up while Lisa, Dwayne, and um, who else was driving with them? I think Allison. And his name came up, and Dwayne was hella pissed. And I'm like, and you know how movies is nowadays. I'm like, wait a minute, bro. Dwayne and Nominee was Oh, wow. Okay, but nowadays, you know, it wasn't that. Lisa... Best friends, Dwayne, and every time Nominee breaks Lisa heart, Dwayne has to be there to pick up the pieces and help her out. I, I feel Dwayne. I'll be pissed off, too. I'll be like, hold on, bruh. Every time you're crying over this lame-ass nigga right here, I got to be the one to be having to buy you hogging dolls and watch these weak-ass movies I don't even want to watch while you cry on my shoulder. I'm tired of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah. Before they got there, you, they went to this like gas station, you know, the freaky goddamn small town, small town, redneck white dude. They had the Confederate flag and stuff like that. So yeah, in my head, like I'm like, you know, I'm like, bro, they gonna make a white man a killer. And essentially, it, it was kind of right. Yeah, you know I mean, my lady was right too. Cause soon as Clifton came on the screen, she was like, he's a killer. I'm like. Don't say it so goddamn loud. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I'm about to spoil it quickly. But Clifton and these white rednecks—they were the killers. They actually were twins. It was two of them, and Clifton kind of paid them. And the thing about it, Clifton essentially wanted to kill all of them because of one night at this high school party, they was like revoking his black card, and they was talking mess, and he never drunk before, and they drove him to drinking for the first time and then when he drunk he ended up killing somebody and spent some time in prison so he wanted revenge you know what i mean so that was the that was the whole thing in the movie that's the horror part and then how he did it was he like created this game called the blackening and he had them all in the room and had these gadgets locking the doors and you had to you know guess these questions right you feel me there's a bunch of you know black culture questions and stuff like that uh i ain't gonna lie i was i was in there trying to answer them questions this old lady was in there trying to answer them bro oh my god yo and i'm telling you bro stuff was so it was, it was funny it was i'll give it that it was comical all these characters killed their roles comical you feel me the thing that was getting to me, I was like, bro, they're laying in thick with the stereotypes. With the whole Nominee and Lisa, their relationship. Nominee cheating a thousand times. He taking her back. 
Allison with the whole she light skin and she's like, is she black enough? You mean they questioning her blackness and she has to be ultra blackity black. And then you had um King, you feel me? His uh inner peace was a white woman. He married a white woman. They made fun of him, like, oh, you still married to that white man. And he supposed to be the thug of this thug. And Nominee is like, bro, you got your gun. And he's like, nah, bro. And then turns out he really did have his gun. Yeah. And then the whole Kool-Aid joke, it, you know what I mean? Bro, putting hella sugar in the vodka. I'm like, oh, God. And then they tell, like, bro, you gonna catch a cramp? And he did catch a cramp, but You feel me? Man, like, even the Wayne. Like, real talk, the stereotype of a, of a black gay man is, like, every black gay man is extra flamboyant. Like, no, for real. That's a stere- That's really a stereotype of black gay men. That is mad flamboyant. You know what I mean? There's laying it on thick with the, the stereotypes. The bigger black woman, she gotta be the loud party-goer with all the drugs and stuff. See where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All these stuff. Clifton. You know, he mad proper and stuff, so he got to be the, the the mad proper and everybody looking at him like, mm. I mean, the thing about it, Clifton was saying some wild stuff, though. He, he with the lip and just, you know, um, well, you know I've always wanted Trump and, um, yeah, man, I don't fit in around here. I mean, you. It's like, like I say, bro, it's hilarious. It was funny, but they was laying it so thick with the stereotypes. Like at some point, as I was feeling a little uncomfortable, you know what I mean? I'm like, come on, bro, we don't need this much laying on with the stereotypes. And King fighting the, you know, the, the whole monster. The monster itself. The two white dudes had blackface. Like they had a mask on. They had blackface. See, you see why I'm conflicted? Cause you know I'm like, damn, bro, y'all laying in on the stereotypes, thick man, golly. <sighs> but yeah, like I said, at the end of the day, we find out Clifton was actual the mastermind behind everything. He ended up killing Morgan and Sean, threw him down this ditch thing or whatever, and then everybody else, you know, they stayed, they stayed alive. You feel me? And, um, you know what I mean? Figured it out. Cracked the case like Scooby-Doo in the gang. And, um, <laughs> another stereotype, man. They had the white police officer named Mr. White. I'm just like, oh. And he saying goofy stuff like, oh, yeah, man. I'm, you know, I'm the one that, like, if you invite me to the cookout, I wouldn't even go to the cookout because I respect them. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Ugh. <laughs> oh. All right, y'all. So let, uh, let me get through this movie. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, actors killed their roles. Very funny. You feel me? Hilarious. You couldn't go wrong with actors. It was just I think it was the writing and the storyline, and I felt that it was being it was kind of like laziness at a certain point where it's like, yo, like I understand it's a comedy, but y'all laying it thick on with the black American stereotypes. Too damn thick. I think if they cut. 
some of that shit out and just kind of focus on more of like maybe the horror side of things and the stuff like that. I think this, in my eyes, this movie would have been phenomenal. But F what I think. This got great ratings. So what the hell do I know? Yeah. But like I said, Clifton was the mastermind. He did all the stuff because they basically talked shit about him and revoked his black card and he felt a certain way and he got drunk, hit somebody, manslaughter he got hit with, went to jail, and now this is his diabolical plan to get back at them. And then, you know, Nomadee and Lisa, they got back together. I mean, Dwayne and Nomadee kind of settled their differences and things in that nature and stuff like that. Hey, man. Hey. Oh, there's another serious hype. I guess. At the end, they all ended up smoking weed, and then the cops came hella late. Think about it. Cops coming late. Black neighborhood. Black people. Oh, no stereotype. Black people don't go to cabins. And yeah. I think I'm done here. <laughs> Once again, man. Uh, that was the movie The Blackening. Saw it in theaters. Um, like I said, it had great elements to this movie, but it just had certain elements that were just kind of like, mm, very cringy. I think that's what it was. It got very cringy after a while to me with the stereotypes and how they laid it on. I'm just like, all right. But I mean, hey, good laugh though. I mean, comedy was acting magnificent. Everything else, in a sense, kind of doo doo water to me. All right. Enough of that. Y'all know what time it is. Ooh-wee. It is meme time. And today I got some juicy memes for y'all. And uh, look it. Got the picture. Yeah, you know I mean, you got this chick squaring up with this <laughs> this little black girl. The black black chick. Oh, God. But the, the caption is funny. It reads, pound, growing up black. When you found out your mom's first name, and called her that. This is so true. Because I was younger. I think I was maybe like seven. Eight. I found out my, my mom's first name was Andrea. And let me tell you. It wasn't even my mom that slapped the taste out my mouth. It was my grandmother. <laughs> God rest her soul. Uh, she slapped the hell out of me. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Slap my ass to oblivion. I'm like, yo, I forgot my mom. I forgot till I was like, maybe like 13, 14 that my mom was named Andrea. And let me tell you, I told you I was like seven or eight. I called her that. Mm. This is very true. All right. It got this, uh, white, it got this white dude. He looked like. He's an actor. I can't think of the actor name right now. I can't think of who he looked like. I don't know, but it got a white dude staring like. And it says, when they say symbolic speech, I'm not sure if we're acting or talking. You feel me, though? Literally. You can't tell anymore. This symbolicism. You don't know if they acting out the kindness of their heart. They bullshitting. Jeez. Oh my god. <laughs> so he got a black dude. 
and he got his hands up in the hospital bed, he in, the, he in the bed like this, bro. And it says, when a doctor says you're in cardiac arrest, but you don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hold on. God, there's, there's what? show no more. I can't do it. This is just, oh, golly. Wow. <laughs> All right, y'all. Ooh. This is another episode of The Gap. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X. And I appreciate the hell out of all y'all. Well, not all of y'all, most of y'all. Okay. Uh <laughs> wow, let me gain my composure. That was a funny ass meme. Hmm. Anyway. I am your lovely or hated host Kamal, aka the Black Seinfeld, aka Magic X. And since I got the best audience out there, what should the best audience be doing right now? You goddamn right, giving yourself a round of applause, you feel me? If they watching, at least they learning. And I appreciate all y'all. From the ugly to the beautiful and to the in-betweeners. Oh, my God. It is so many in-betweeners out there. Jeez Louise. Wow. <clears throat> Alrighty then. For my tubers, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a sub. Sub a share. Share a comment. Comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Something smart out there, you feel me? For my potters, though, I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. And I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in The Gab or Kamal Johnson ENT. And bam, I'll pop right up. Okay. I like to thank my lovely sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop going to be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garments made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee it boosts your sex appeal up by, let's say, uh, 33%. And look here, if it look good on me, it's going to look good on your in-between ass, okay? And with that being said, I appreciate y'all for watching, listening, however y'all consuming this. And on that note, y'all have a good day, good evening, good whenever it is y'all consuming this content. And I'm out, y'all. Peace. And to be real. Blackening was a symbolic gesture itself. <laughs> God damn. Symbolic gestures everywhere. Jesus Christ. This was gay. This was gay. Ooh, yeah.